Welcome back. Now, Harmony Gold has delivered a glittering set of numbers. The miner has reported a 6% increase in half-year revenue, with headline earnings per share jumping 18%. This was largely boosted by higher gold prices. And joining me now as we dig deeper into these results is CEO Peter Stienka. Peter, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. It's good to, good to be here. All right, Peter, revenue up 6%, HEPs up 18%, but no dividend declared. So take us through the numbers and exactly why we haven't de declared a dividend this time around. I think we're very happy with the numbers. Uh, it's a very stilling performance by the teams. Uh, you know, the things that we could control, we've done well. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, it is a, it's a tough environment in operating and, and, and we've done, you know, very well. So... Rate is up, uh, you know, production is, 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 is as we expected. Um, and then obviously the cost, we've also been able to, to control a lot. You know, uh, the dividend, um, yes, uh, you know, we are in a very intensive capital uh, phase of our life. Uh, we're building a, a you know, the, the tailings facility called Carrierant at, at Mineway Solutions. Uh, that takes a lot of capital. Uh, we're busy with the Zyplos project, we're busy with the Dorenkop deepening or the extending of, of two new levels, and then obviously also finishing off target. Um, so, and then we've got Eva lying ahead of us. So, we just didn't believe that, uh, that the board believed that it's not maybe the right time to, to pay a dividend now, uh, given all these projects that we are busy with at this point in time. All right, let's talk about uh, cost management. Now, you say that everything that you could control, um, you controlled well. But, Peter, there were things, um, you know, inflation, interest rate, um, and, you know, load shedding, which really hit the gold miners more than others. Um, you've managed to hedge yourself slightly against this. So let's talk about that and possibly the all-sustaining cost in South Africa. Yeah, I think on the cost side, uh, we obviously had quite a lot of pressures. And one of the things that actually hit us quite hard in this half year was uh, the drought in PNG. Mm. Uh, you know, PNG never normally got so much rain. So, you know, uh, our hydropower systems didn't work well. We, we always had about 80% of our power come from the, the you know, hydropower suppliers in, in what they call it, Ramo power. Um, we only had 30%. So we had to fill up the rest with the diesel power uh, generators. So that had an impact in terms of our planned uh, cost, and 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 you know, uh, hope, you know, we did see some some better rains have improved, and and things are better now. Um, uh, you know, we also had quite a lot of increases in reagents and other kind of chemicals that obviously prior to the uh, Russian invasion into Ukraine, and and and, and you know, the, the whole world has been reset and and so forth. Um, but uh, but. You know, if we look at it, we actually had a six percent cost increase. Um, you know, first half, a lot previous years, uh, half to this year, if you, and that obviously also helped a lot to be closed by Manani, and which is a high cost mine. So the cost side, we've done well. Uh, you know, managing load shedding, uh, we actually don't have load shedding; we have load curtailment, mm -hmm. okay. so we can manage it ourselves. Uh, I think uh, we are in a fortunate position that that we do have in many of our operations a little bit. Uh, you know. A bigger capacity than we actually need. You know, a typical example would be that we have six pumps on a, on a shaft, and 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 uh, you know, when load curtailment that we are, are supposed to cut back, we can cut back, you know, to four or, or something less than that, um, and then we'll be, you know make up again. So um, so it is not a, we don't want to underplay the you know the issue that we had with, with load curtailment, but um, 
but it takes a bit of you know hard management and i think also an attitude of you know we're not going to allow this thing to have an impact on our lives we have to find a way around it and i think our team has done fantastically well in having that attitude to to um to get through it but yeah that it, it, it is still a problem you know um so we you know we're managing it well and, and we cannot say that we actually had any impact on our, on our, on our figures because of of load containment I'm sure investors will be very pleased to hear that, Peter. Let's also speak about um, debt management and the flexibility uh, that is uh, in your balance sheet right now. You've managed that quite well as well. Um, you know, you are more geared than you were possibly a year ago, but you're saying there's lots of headroom. So talk us through just the strength of the balance sheet. Yeah, no, we're very happy with the balance sheet. Obviously, b- uh, buying the EVA Copper project, uh, you know, we bought that through facilities. So that added our contemporary increase in, in, in our, you know, you know, because we only did that in the you know, end of end of December. So, you know, this is end of December figures. Um, you know, we believe that will be improve, uh, you know, and then obviously going forward, you know, making uh, you know, building new projects, we have to, you know, find the, the, the funding solution for that. But we've been um, you know, over the years have been very, very conservative as far as that's concerned. And we managed to buy the the, you know the, the assets that from Angola to Shanti and get through of that and actually have a you know very low um, uh, debt to EBITDA ratio. All right, we now must ask you about Australia. Um, you know, South African companies have had a very mixed reaction there, very mixed experience. So let's talk about Eva and entering the Australian market um, and really how, you know, how you've been received there uh, because, yeah, it, it has been a little bit volatile for some South African businesses. Yeah, luckily for us, we, we've been in Australia for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in 2002 or so, mm-hmm. so I only ventured into Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously... P&G actually then came out of that whole, you know, thing. So we do have a very strong uh, technical team in Brisbane office. Um, and uh, for that reason, you know, we're not, you know, we're very comfortable that we have the, the, the management team that can, can deal with or building EVA and, and also building Market Gold for that matter and, and also running, um, you know, you know, in Valley mine. Um, yeah, I mean, we, this is in Queensland. Uh, our offices are in Queensland, uh, so it actually makes a lot of sense uh, to, to have it there. We obviously restructured the company now. Bayesnell is now taking over, you know, all you know the, the group uh, chief operating officer, lacking after all production. That freed Johannes up, Johannes van Jeren up to to concentrate on M and A, but also to concentrate on the building the new mines, uh, which is under his uh, responsibility. Um, so. So yeah, we're confident that we have the the, the manpower and, and also the obviously the you know being in Australia for such so many years now uh, you know we, we don't feel it believe that's a risk. Uh, thank you, Peter, for your time there. That was CEO of Harmony Gold, Peter Stienkamp.